Hello, my name is Price Van Ray. I'm a divorced single dad, father of five kids. Welcome to my show. So, uh, hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, friends and family. That's right. Uh, so today, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about something that has sort, sort of been on my mind. You know, you can always tell somebody's age by the stuff they, they say or, or the things they do. So... Today is going to be, you might be old if. <laughs> you might be old if. Only if, though. So if, if this pertains to you, you'll understand. If it doesn't, you might you might get a kick out of it. So uh, like I said, there's always something, always something here for everybody. But before I move on, I would like to uh, give the thought of the day. There are many types of immortality, from a name to an event, but I will be forever immortal. For when I die, I will live through the eyes of my child. That is why. That's right. Everybody says, I, you know, what, what, what would it be like to live forever? And I say, you live forever through your children. Your children remember everything you did. By them talking about all the things you did, I mean, you're still being alive, alive in their thoughts, alive in their hearts, alive in their soul, and alive in their minds. So, I don't know, do, do we ever really die? Some people say, yeah, we die. We, we sit in the ground or, or we sit in an urn. But do we really die? Maybe, maybe our body dies. But who we are and what we will be remembered for, that, my friends, will never die ever trust me on that you'll you'll be remembered by your children by your friends by your family. Ho- hopefully <laughs> hopefully in a good way i mean who wants to be remembered in a bad way i know some people who are remembered in a bad way i i, I shouldn't say that my parents always said you never talk ill of the dead but i guess if those people aren't good then you're gonna you're gonna talk ill of the dead. What are you gonna do? You you're not gonna say what a great person when they were alive. No, you're gonna say this person was a blankety blank blank blank. <laughs> that being said, um, we're we're gonna move on to to something interesting. Um, like like I was saying, you uh, you might be old if now. What exactly is that? Uh, you might be old if you remember something that nobody else remembers, especially my kids. My kids. You know, they, they don't remember stuff like uh, going out, playing with your friends on your bicycle and putting a card in the spokes of the bike and making it sound like a motorcycle. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't even know if kids today ride down hills very fast. We did. It, I don't know. I don't know how I survived. I have no idea. The survival rate for that when I was a kid was 100 percent. But nowadays, some of these kids are knuckleheads. I, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know what to say, <laughs> but well, let's get to it. You might be old if uh, you used a rotary phone. That's right. If you know what a rotary phone is, you guys might be old. A rotary phone, for those of you who don't know, is, I mean, it's not like a cell phone that you have nowadays where you, where you can fit it in your hand or even record. I'm recording this podcast on a iPhone. I, I tell you, I, I don't endorse it, but I, I'll be honest with you. I love the iPhone. The quality is, I'm going off on a tangent. The quality is great. The sound is great. I mean, I have 
cameras. I do photography and I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on cameras. And I I used to say I'll never get an iPhone. They're just too expensive. But I my my daughter first she gave me an iPad. And I, I was impressed. I, 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 I can't say anything bad. And then uh, my daughter gave me her old iPhone and I said, you got to be kidding me. This is impressive. I love this. The quality. Anyways, <laughs> phones nowadays are a lot different. They're like little computers than when I was a kid. We didn't even have real computers like we do now when I was a kid. Um, if you had a computer when you were a kid, you were considered rich of the rich. I think... Uh, I remember the maybe the one of the first computers. I mean, they had a lot of different names, but the first one I still remember is the uh, I just lost. I just lost it. Uh, no, Commodore sixty four. I don't. I don't remember what it looked like or anything like that. But I remember in my school they had a Commodore sixty four, and um, you know people played games on it. I don't know if people played anything else on it. But then I remember. When I went to UMass, they had a computer lab where you could type your papers, and they had these these Mac computers that looked like shoeboxes stood up. <laughs> they were weird looking, but uh, yeah. But nowadays, come on, you got laptops that are unbelievable. And uh, so these rotary phones, they were these phones where you where it had like a wheel on it, and and within the wheel were all these circles where you could put your finger in it to to spin the dial. And the dials went from like one to zero. Zero was the operator. And they had alphabets after like three letters after each number. Like one was A, B, C, and so on. But, you know, you'd have to sit there and dial it. you dial, you'd, you'd take your finger and turn it all the way in a, in, in a circle. And it would go to go back. Uh, a lot different than the phones nowadays. Um, my mom, actually, uh, she has... I believe she had a rotary phone, uh, the one of the last ones in the house. I don't know what she did with it. Uh, actually, I, I think it, it might be in my mom's kitchen, but she doesn't use it because we have the push button phones down there. Uh, she's hard of hearing, so it's like a uh, one of the hearing aid phones. And my mom still can't hear anything out of it. <laughs> she keeps trying to switch the phones out, saying it's broken. I'm like, it's not broken, ma. It's not broken. Uh, you have a hearing aid, <laughs> but. Yeah, so rotary phones, kids today, I don't think they, they don't know what those rotary phones are. Absolutely not. Um, and as far as, I was talking about the Commodore 64 computer. We, you know, you'd use a floppy disk. A floppy disk was uh, something the size of a lottery ticket, I guess you could say. And uh, it was hard and thick, and, and you'd have to stick it into the computer that was like the brains of the of the uh, computer. So a, a floppy, and it, it would hold quite a bit of information, but not like uh, the hard drives they got now. Not like these phones, I was just saying. The phones, these phones, <laughs> I can't say enough about these phones. They're incredible. It's absolutely astounding. So, and you know, the funny thing is, you go from the computer to, uh, you might be old if you use a typewriter. I don't know if the kids know what a typewriter is. A typewriter is like a keypad, but with no screen. Your screen was a piece of paper in front of you, and every time you hit the buttons on the typewriter, it would snap, crackle, and pop a black letter on the paper. Now, there was no undo. There was no delete. As soon as you type it, that's it. 
that's it was written in stone like uh like egyptian hieroglyphics so if you did make a mistake you'd have to get something called whiteout which would white out the last part the the like black letters so you wouldn't have to start over and you know if you typed you wanted to make sure you were a good typist but actually if i remember correctly now as computers advanced they did have a correction key uh, where it, it almost had like a built-in whiteout thing to it but and all, all in all typewriters thing of the past and i am gonna have to say i do like the laptops um now the thing with the laptops is whereas the typewriter you you type out everything you did I, I, go back to the computer you print out everything on a computer and you can delete you can edit and it's it's a lot easier than a typewriter was absolutely a hundred percent so do they use typewriters anymore i have no idea i i we used to have one here but my dad he just loved to throw stuff out he didn't like to save anything he didn't see the value in nothing which I, on the other hand, am the opposite. I see the value in everything. So I might be a little bit of a pack rack, pack rat, but I I know the value of stuff. Anyways, you might be old if you took pictures with a film camera. Yeah, that's right, because kids nowadays, you, again with the phone, you can take pictures right off the phone and take thousands of them. You don't have to worry about making a mistake. You can just keep clicking and clicking. Um, It'll be stored in this, stored, all your images are stored in this thing called the iCloud. But when you took a picture on film camera, you had to make sure you took a good picture because you had to pay for pictures, all these pictures, and you usually only got 24 pictures or 32 in a pack, maybe 36. And you didn't want to screw it up. You didn't want to accidentally hit the button and take a picture because you wasted a picture and you're still going to have to pay to get these things printed up because... They're not stored anywhere, and you had to make sure you hoped that the pictures came out perfect, <laughs> because if they didn't, that was it. That was it. Pictures taken with film camera. That's that's almost like a thing of the past now. When I was in college, I took a photography course, and I'm I'm you know when you take a photography course, we ended up taking pictures in black and white. So we would develop the pictures in a dark room, um, take the film out in a dark bag. But, I mean, it was really cool to see the process of developing pictures and all these chemicals and watching the picture emerge and come to life. But I will say cameras nowadays make it a lot easier, a lot quicker. Um, I'm not, I don't know if they have the same exact film quality, but I'll be honest with you, it's, it's, it's amazing. When you could take thousands and thousands of pictures and not worry about paying for them and not worry about putting film in and out of camera and not worrying about even if you forgot to put the film inside the camera film which was a strand of of black acetone tape like and you had to uh wind it into the camera and yeah and you, you really did hope it, it worked out but it's funny how things in life can uh can evolve and advance and it's, it's really cool so it says, you might be old if you made a mixtape. <laughs> I remember as a kid, I used to make these mixtapes. So um, a mixtape is you have a tape recorder. Again, the phone has taken the place of that. <laughs> the amazing phones of today. So 
a mixtape was you, you you would have this tape recorder, maybe big as a shoebox. Some some are even bigger, half the size of your body. They call them boom boxes. But you would wait for a uh, song to come on on the radio that you liked, that you loved. And if you didn't have money, you'd you'd record it onto a tape, which was probably a little bit smaller than the size of your hand. And uh, you'd, you'd always get the commercials in it or the DJ talking in the beginning or in the end. And you uh, you would line up all your favorite music on that music on that. Now the other, now the flip side of that is this. You would record music without the DJ's voice. So if you you know, if you had a friend who had the the record, the album or the tape and they had the full thing, you could actually make your own tapes and play it in what you call a Walkman, which uh, was a, another device with a tape and you'd have earphones. And you'd put it in your ear and listen to it. Which, I mean, if you had a Walkman back in the day, you were the coolest of the cool. Not a lot of people had them, but I mean, they were coming out coming out very frequently. So they were, I mean, people were getting them. I remember, and I still to this day remember a Walkman was $29.99 and then $39.99. And I don't know, years and years passed. And uh, I don't know what happened. It just sort of died out. Uh, they they ended up getting like these uh, zooms and you you could hear music on the internet. And I, I, I don't know. I, I I vaguely remember the transition, but I do remember the Walkman and the tapes making the mixtapes. I don't know if I still have any. I might have one or two tucked somewhere in a box somewhere in the kitchen. In a drawer that I have forgotten, the the, the, the forgotten drawer of Price Van Ray. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, but I'm I don't know if that got thrown out. But I would have seen the value in that, and I, I definitely would have uh, taken it. Now, like like I was saying a second ago, um, they would have tape recorders, and there were these things called a boombox. They were huge, and guess what, everybody? I had a boombox. I had a Panasonic boombox. I loved it. It had detachable speakers. You could play tapes. Um, you could listen to the radio. It, it was, I, I mean, I loved that thing. It cost me $300 and I believe $29 or $349, but $300. I got that right after I graduated high school. I used my graduation money to buy it. And I wanted something really cool with great sound quality. And at the time, Panasonic was considered the best. It was considered the top of the line as far as music. And when I heard the music come out of this at uh, at, at the store, I said, I, I want this. I really want, I, I love the quality. It had an equalizer and everything. It was perfect. I'm going to tell you, I take care of my stuff. I try to take care of myself. If I have something, it will last for a long time. So I had that all the way up in my 30s when I had my uh, first child. So being the responsible dad, you know, I, there's a whole story behind this, but I ended up quitting working in a bank to work in a factory because I didn't want my child to be in daycare because I had heard so many horror stories about babies getting abused in daycares. So working third shift in a factory, I, I, I had a schedule and a routine down. I, I would uh, 
put the baby, well, this is when, when my first child, Maya, was a little older too, like maybe a year. <laughs> I'll say a year because you're going to understand in a second. So, so, you know, I would close the bedroom door. I, I would go to bed. I'd put her on the bed with all her toys. Um, I'd have snacks there for her. You know, I, I would have a little bowl of cereal, some milk in a sippy cup, sandwiches, um, probably some some junk food like devil dogs. Um, probably there for me. Uh, and and I, I would have, the, I believe I'd have a fan in a window because I, I like to have circulating air in a room. Now, here's the thing. When you're a dad and you're watching your child, you got to be a light sleeper. So so, so I, I would barricade the door, too, with a box or something just to make sure she wasn't trying to open up the door. Uh, later on, I'd have to sleep in front of the door because she, she was clever. But anyways, now no, listen close, everybody. So I'm sleeping in bed. I'm in and out of sleep because you have to be a very light sleeper with a kid. you got to watch your kid. And working third shift, I had to sleep, but I had to watch her, too. So I'd be in and out of sleep. And as I was out of sleep it was really really quiet um, I didn't hear her say anything usually she's humming or something or she's playing with something and banging it so I sat up real quick in shock I'm like what's she doing what's she doing I'm like, oh she's just sitting there with her cereal and I'm watching her she had opened up my boom box that was by my bed and was putting kicks cereal balls in the tape deck and crushing them up my in horror i screamed but what could i do i couldn't yell at her i she's just doing what a kid does i should have been watching her more closely or i should have covered up the boom box and that was the day for me the music died that's right my boom box was no more i had to throw it away my favorite thing from childhood the only thing i truly loved from my childhood that i could bring into adulthood that really meant something to me that cost me not only an arm and a leg but almost almost all of my graduation money i'm watching it go down the drain because i had planned on having this boom box till i was old even right now to my age of 57 I, i planned on it because that's how good i took care of my stuff and i'll never hear music the way i heard it then and it's never been the same Rest in peace, my Panasonic boombox. Thanks for the memories. And maybe one day in the great beyond, I will see you once again. <laughs> so that's, that's, you know, if you had a boombox, you were, you were it. You were awesome. That was, that was the way to go. That was the way to go. And uh, you might be old if <laughs> you used a phone book. I don't even know if they make phone books anymore. I, I, I see if, if if little kids are listening and people who don't know what a phone book is, it's a phone book. It's a book with phone numbers in it. So when you had a phone and it was connected to the phone system, I guess that's what you call it, You it would have your name and your address in this phone book unless you want it to be unlisted where you have to pay a little bit more money. And you could look up anything you want. It would have businesses addresses. It would have home addresses. Alphabetical order is in which it was um, designed. So you, you, I mean, if somebody's name was was Stephen Zinn, you'd go to the Z's and you'd find his name. If it was Price Van Ray, you'd go to R because Van is not my last name. Van is my middle name. If you go to John Doe, you'd go to D. D is 
for no, and J is for John, if you know what I mean, and it goes like this, and that's just the way it is. So, nowadays, do they use phone books? No, they, they don't use phone books. You know what they use? The internet. And guess where you can get the internet? Everybody with me? That's right, on your phone. <laughs> that's right. The phone has replaced everything like you cannot believe, and... Uh, there's a lot more you might be older. And I think I'm going to probably have to do another show on this because I believe there's so much stuff you might be old if that I, I, I could stretch this out to like four or five shows. And you know what? I think that's what I'm, I'm going to call this You Might Be Old If Part One. How's that? And then maybe in a couple of weeks I'll do part two when I have a lot more time because I think it's something everybody would love to hear. You might be old if. And you know what? You might be old if you know what I'm going to say next. Because next, I'm going to say it's story time. One day, an elephant wandered into a forest in search of friends. He saw a monkey on a tree. Will you be my friend? Asked the elephant. Replied the monkey, you are too big. You cannot swing from trees like me. Next. The elephant met a rabbit. He asked him to be his friend. But the rabbit said, You are too big to play in my burrow. Then the elephant met a frog. Will you be my friend? He asked. How can I? Asked the frog. Be your friend. You are too big to leap about or around me. The elephant was upset. But then he met a fox. And he asked the fox, Will you be my friend? The fox said, sorry, sir, you are too big. The next day, the elephant saw all the animals in the forest running for their lives. The elephant asked him, what's, what's the matter? The bear replied, there's a tiger in the forest. He's trying to gobble us all up. The animals all ran to hide. The elephant wondered what he could do to save everyone in the forest. Meanwhile, the tiger kept eating up whoever he could find. The elephant walked up to the tiger and said, please, Mr. Tiger, do not eat these poor animals. Mind your business, growled the tiger. The elephant had no choice but to give the tiger a hefty kick. The frightened tiger ran for his life. The elephant ambled back into the forest to announce the good news to everyone. All the animals thanked the elephant. They said, you are just the right size to be our friend. <laughs> that to me was a great story have, has anybody here ever felt like an elephant like you want to have a friend but they have excuses and hopefully like the end of this story somebody will say you are just the right size to be my friend well I'm going to tell you right now um, I want to thank you for joining me today if you enjoyed this podcast, you can download any of my past podcasts morning, noon, and night and hear it all over the internet and the world. It'd be great if you could hear what I have to say. So, everybody, that being said, it's going to bring us to the end of the show. I want to thank all of you for listening today. It's been great. And don't forget to be nice and talk nice to everyone you see. And do you want to know why? Because it's free. That's right. Don't be a jerk. And remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised, so don't get a bit angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever. 
Dad. Hey, thanks for joining me here today. Let's do it again. I'll see you next time here on my show. Be well, be kind, be back, peace, and I am out of here. I'll see y'all later. Bye.